Happy Saturday, my podcast family, and welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we're looking at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry, all one word. I apologize up front because my older cat, Sinise, she's being a chatty Cathy right now, so she may chime in on this episode. We'll see. <laughs> Today, we're on or in the 21st, 21st Psalm. Hopefully I can say that again. 21st Psalm and the New Amer- and the New International Version reads thusly. The king rejoices in your strength, Lord. How great is his joy in the victories you give. You have granted him his heart's desire and have not withheld the quest of his lips. You came to greet him with rich blessings and place a crown of pure gold on his head. He asked you for life, and you gave it to him, length of days, forever and ever. Through the victories you gave, his glory is great. You have bestowed on him splendor and majesty. Surely you have granted him unending blessings and made him glad with the joy of your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord. Through the unfailing love of the Most High, he will not be shaken. Your hand will lay hold on all your enemies. Your right hand will seize your foes. When you appear for battle, you you will burn them up as a blazing furnace. The Lord will swallow them up in his wrath, and his fire will consume them. You will destroy their descendants from the earth, their prosperity from mankind. Though they plot evil against you and devise wicked schemes, they cannot succeed. You will make them turn their backs, and you will aim at them with drawn bow. Be exalted in your strength, Lord. We sing and praise your might. The category should be very evident based on the very first verse. The king, that's what it says, right? The king rejoices. So it is a royalty psalm, which is a reflection of a king's relationship or worship to God. And in this case, the king is David, the author of this psalm. (laughs) So what can we glean or glean from this psalm? I think it's important to highlight how David as king still recognizes the kingship of God. David is humble before God and acknowledges God's greatness and how he, he being God, has blessed David. The first part of this Psalms, verses 1 through 7, are both a chronicle of God's blessing and then at the end a declaration of David placing his trust in God. Once again, the acknowledgement of a king that there is one whom he places his trust in cannot be overlooked. That's significant. What a wonderful example that was for the nation of Israel to follow. But not just Israel, right? The life lesson for us is that we are setting an example for others to emulate. Your season of caregiving is being observed by others. And I think we talked about that in my very first series. Are you, as David did, acknowledging that there is one whom you bow down to? One whom you place your trust in? Honestly, that was the only way I was able to have a caregiving experience that I count as a blessing 
and am grateful for the privilege versus considering it a curse and being bitter and resentful. The second half of the psalm is more prophetic in that David speaks to God's greatness, but a foretelling of how God will continue to bless David in his kingdom by keeping his enemies at bay. And one could make the argue that maybe David is talking about himself and what he will do, or that he's talking about what God will do through him. But it's still prophetic in a sense you know, to keep the enemies at bay, to, to better understand this concept. I think we need to look at Romans four seventeen, And it says, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed. The God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that are not. And I know you've heard that scripture, you know, you call those things that are not as though they are. That's what David is doing here. They haven't happened yet, but he is prophesizing that because he places his trust in God, God will continue to give him victories. You know, he's, he's pumping himself up in a sense. David, you know, took a page from the scripture and speaking that things of things that haven't taken place yet, but he know that they will, or he knew that they will because, I mean, he's a king and they did battle. And so he was able to talk about what he foresees being with God because of his confidence in God. Do we have that same confidence? I admit there was a time where I didn't. I had to grow into my confidence. And David grew into his confidence too. What I used to do is I would pray because I always was a praying um, kid. I prayed all the time, but I would pray and then I would worry about what I had asked God to handle until he handled it. I had this mindset for many, many years and I can't really tell you how long it was, but I can tell you I remember kind of how it changed because now when I pray, um, I give it to the Lord. And if worry starts to creep back in my mind, I sometimes have to say out loud, I've already prayed about this. I've already given it to God. God is working this. And that was a page from listening to Joyce Myers on one of her episodes, Joyce Meyer, one of her episodes where she talked about, you know, speaking things out loud and speaking to the enemy. And sometimes you have to do that. And then other times, you know, it's like, okay, Holy Spirit, I just need you to help me to, you know, to place my trust in God over this situation. But I remember the time where I I noticed that I had made a change. And that was when I was relocating Mama and I from Hawaii here to Florida. My intention was to rent our home in Hawaii, and then we were going to have a home here. You know, people do it all the time. I had prayed to the Lord going, okay, do you want me to sell? Do you want me to rent? I'd like to rent. He didn't say anything, so I went with my first inclination, which was to rent. Now, in my neighborhood, there were many military, and it was a nice neighborhood. And when they moved, they'd rent. And I mean, you would see like um, not for sale signs, but I would see new people moving in all the time and they would be renting. In my house, no one wanted to rent it <laughs> for a whole, I want to say it was two months. So mom and I had relocated here. We were staying in lodging. Then we ended up getting a two bedroom furnished 
And the whole time I'm paying mortgage and now I'm paying rent. And it was a financial strain. And I remember saying, you know, Lord, this is a financial strain. Like, when are are we going to sell this house? But the Holy Spirit told me, he was like, but you're still at peace. And I was. I wasn't frantic. I was like, God is going to handle this. And when he handles this, everything will be okay. But until then, I just have to do what I know to do, which is (laughs) pay an exorbitant amount of money. And so it turned out that my realtor called me and he said, I think we should probably, let's try, let's just list it as selling and let's see what happens. And I cried because I was like, well, Lord, I wanted to rent the house, but if you want to sell it, okay, but I asked you this two months ago. Hello. Remember I told you I was kind of a brat and the house sold in two days, two days. But the peace that I had during that time of uncertainty I had never experienced before. Now, who needs to hear that among you? Caregiving is full of uncertainty, isn't it? The many appointments that you have to go to, the regression or the resurgence of the disease, setbacks, you know, steps forward, steps back. It's a roller coaster. Yet, you can ride that roller coaster with Jesus and enjoy the ride. And the enjoyment comes from knowing that God is with you. Remember promise too? <laughs> and then that his plan is not to harm you or your loved one. You, you, you enjoy the closeness that you have with Jesus and hopefully the times with your loved one. That's the enjoyment of the roller coaster, so to speak. And as hard as emotionally taxing as caregiving was for me, I had a sense of peace and joy as I went through it. Not at the very beginning. Like the first year I was tripping, just to be honest, because the Lord had to really get a hold of me and I had to surrender to him. But after that first year, it was God and me and Mama. And it was a beautiful experience and it can be that same way for you. Or whatever the situation is that you find yourself in, the uncertainty is a time for us to lean in to God and to have that confidence. And so let's take a page from this psalm today and placing our trust in the Lord and then calling those things that are not as though they are because our confidence is rooted in our Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm going to try and pray this psalm and let's see how that goes. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Most God, we come before you, the King who we rejoice in your strength, Lord. How great is your joy in the victories that you give us each and every day. For you are so good that you have granted our heart's desires. You have not withheld anything from us. For you greet us with rich blessings each and every day. You anoint our head we are like kings and queens in your kingdom and we thank you we ask you for life we ask you for blessings and you give it to us thank you for being that God through your blessings and the victories that you give us may your name be glorified thank you for being that God 
Help us to continue to put our trust in you, O Lord, through the unfailing love of the Most High, that we will not be shaken in this season of caregiving. We ask that you continue to lay hold of us so that we can walk confidently through this season which may feel like the shadow of the valley of death at times. But let us realize that we are marching on with you to the mountaintop. We ask that you swallow up all of the enemies that are around us. We also ask that you swallow up maybe the doubt that we have, the fear that we have, the pain that our loved one is experiencing. For those are enemies in a sense as well. And we ask, Father, that you consume them. We thank you for consuming them. We thank you for giving us peace of mind. We thank you for alleviating the pain. We thank you for being victorious in this season as we surrender our hearts to you. Be exalted in your strength, O Lord, and we will sing in praise of your might. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We're getting pretty good at this, aren't we? Now go and minister the act of caregiving. In the name of Jesus, 